0: listening to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast with Mark Madison. In this episode, Mark talks to Elijah Burke, also known as D'Angelo De Niro. Go to www.prowrestlingpost.com for interviews, blogs, reviews, and upcoming events in your area. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer. And now, here's Mark and Elijah.
1: Um, talk a little bit about the idea of your transitioning from amateur boxing to wrestling. How did that come about? Well, the transition from my
2: amateur wrestling background, excuse me, amateur boxing background to wrestling was not that much of a hard transition as far as showmanship uh, and the entertainment aspect of the goals, you know, the entertainment aspect. That wasn't a hard transition at all because that that was my main reasoning for boxing was just to entertain. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I, I, I trained and, and um, did as much as I could to become uh, a, a well uh if you were, to, you know, to hold myself in the ring, but I was more of a of a tough man uh, guy. I was, I, you know, I was more of a brawler, a slugger. I, I grew up fighting, so the boxing part wasn't as hard. More comfortable with it and then I was able to incorporate my actual bots and strikes in the ring and be safe with it.
1: Fantastic. Uh during your initial training with OVW, you developed your character both in the ring and on the mic. Who would you attribute as being the most supportive during your early development there? Uh again,
2: Joe Cornette. Yeah. Uh, something more with the viewing
3: audience those that were listening
1: Side, Sylvester Turkey um, describe the experience what you may or may have not liked about it what you might have changed maybe not it's, it's Daddy. oh my okay you put me in my place <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well that was very interesting for me it was my call up obviously uh, and, and I, I thought you in gonna add As a tag team,
1: and that was it. Moving forward a little oh, bit, yeah, um, the New Breed was a, a faction that brought new and younger talent out there as part of the ECW brand. How did that experience help you to grow and develop? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? Yeah. Yep. Sorry, sure, did you hear my question? Hello? Elijah? Hello? Hello, Elijah? Hello? Elijah? Hello? 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 I think he might have disconnected. Just one second. Uh-huh, not a problem. Thanks for staying there, love.
2: Oh, that's
1: no problem. Hold on one I got okay. a problem. Yep. Elijah?
2: Alright, I'm uh, over there. Yeah, I'm here, man.
1: Okay. Um, I think you finished off your last statement. I think we're just trying to move to the next one. Yeah, you were asking about, were asking about the new breed. Yes. Yeah, so the new breed was a faction that brought new and younger talent to the forefront. Now, how did that experience help you to grow and develop?
2: Position at that time could have um, uh, one because you know Ben himself was behind uh, the the Elijah Burke uh, movement at that time, if you will. Um, you know, came out there. I mean, just out of the blue, I, I had no idea that any of that was about to transpire with with myself and. and, and Uh, ECW original thing and being called the new face of of the stream or whatever it was, but um, it did so much because like holy crap, I got the boss deeming me the new face of ECW. Sort of like it's put up right now, it's shut up. It's like everything that I worked for, everything that I've ever dreamed of doing or being. Well, here's my opportunity, and I got to go out there every night do the darn thing. Daddy, just do it. And, and that's what, you know, that's what happened. I, I mean, when you're in there going against former world champions, uh, uh, first time, and the only guy to hold the WWE and ECW title at the same time, Rob Van Dam, who has done it all,
3: mm-hmm.
2: football and, and he got this, this, you know, rookie in there going against him. Oh man, uh, it was it it was everything that um, uh, a, a, someone who was new to the business could probably hope to have to say. Either I'm going to uh, soar like an eagle in, in these matchups, or I'm going to crash and burn. Right. So that's 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 essentially where I was. That's essentially where I was. Because again, there there were nights when I went out there. That I had no idea that I was going to be wrestling a, a uh, Tommy Dreamer, you know, like number three on my list of most influential people as far as uh, Elijah is concerned when it comes to this business, you know, Tommy Dreamer. And, and, and getting there with Sabu and people, are, you know, at, at such
3: a young age and then new to the business, I was actually being able to put in the position to lead as well. you got to remember I was a heel— I was the heel, mm-hmm. and um, uh, heels generally lead the matches. Obviously, I was young, but these guys say, "Okay, what do you
2: want to do?" And what did you see? You know, what do you think, and whatnot? And, and
3: you know, you know, wrestling with a sandman or balls of my own—you know—that
2: stuff really wasn't hard at all because they were down for whatever I wanted to do. So.
1: Can clarify something for me? Uh, did the I believe from what I read, unless I've missed it myself, because um, not necessarily catching everything. The Black Pope character debuted in the WWE. The, the Black Pope
3: character was something that was
2: never got going in
1: WWE. So it never it, it didn't I, even have legs. No, it never got legs. Oh, okay, okay.
2: We at Los Angeles State, I believe. Uh, I came out there and I did it in a dark match against Punaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that very, uh, again, I show up that day, hey, do your black book thing, you know? And it was it was just like that. I'm like, wait a minute. You know, no one told me I don't even have any clothes. I don't have any <laughs>
1: Okay, so this is part of that twofold question because um, is D'Angelo De Niro, was it what everything you had hoped the Black Pope was initially going to be when you tried it out?
2: Flow, even if it's an idea of yours and you believe in it and you see where you want to go with it and you know where it can go, if if creative gets a hold of it and they say they like that idea, but they got to put their own spin on it, their own touch on it, if they do it this fair that way, then they become sort of jaded or whatnot. When the Edgelo De Nero came about, it was simply pro. And, and <laughs> I got to give Musso his, his, his credit, pro. You know, they were going to bring me in this lodge at Here I go again. Bro, <laughs> you have to do that, bro. You have to be the Pope, bro. That's money. And I got the name for it, bro. D'Angelo De Niro. De Niro needs money. So, <laughs> uh, D'Angelo De Niro uh, was Russo's uh, pick for the name, which I agreed to, and obviously the Pope uh, was my thing. And so, uh, it was... It Thing is everything I should say to this day because I was allowed to do and fulfill the mission that I had with
3: with my character. Right.
1: Um, during your initial run with TNA as the Pope, um, you engaged in a number of solid feuds. Which ones were you most fr- proud of and which would you have liked to have maybe seen fleshed out a little more and really developed but just for whatever reason, didn't happen.
2: Uh, I was mo- most proud, obviously, of my feud with
1: AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, much like much like, to my,
3: um, my beginning experience at ECW, at
2: ECW, WWE. Uh, you know, I mean, my first match at WWE, off the, out of the blue, Turquoise, not wrestling Rey Mysterio, we're putting you in there. I had no idea, no idea I was going to wrestle Rey Mysterio. So here I am in there with Rey Mysterio, and I'm in there with Tatanka, you know, and I'm, you know, and then Vito. and you know, I'm wrestling all these legendary guys in, in my eyes, whom I grew up watching, and I'm in the ring with them. So much like in, in, in uh, TNA, you know, we're, we're watching TNA while we're on WWE TV or we're touring or whatever. I mean, that's what we do. You love the divas, you watch it all. So you know, you watch AJ Styles, a phenomenal one. He's, he's touted as being phenomenal, he is phenomenal, uh, he's feuded with who's who, you know, that has ever come through TNA Wrestling, and all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's Pope's turn, you know, this, this guy
3: who who always knew he could hang with the best, deal with the best, but now I was not just with the best, I was with, quite simply,
2: probably, you know, as one of the best pure uh, hotline wrestlers there is, this but
1: And even though the affiliation with the WWE and now TNA, it's, it was different. You're now a veteran. Um, what do you? How was that second time around? How did that experience? You're the veteran. You're more in a role of a mentorship. How did you find that experience as opposed to initially? Okay, I'm gonna back up for a
2: second because I left out an integral part in your last question.
3: Oh, okay. Um, I-
2: Okay, sure. I don't, know how in the world. I don't know how in the world Pope could have forgot
1: about suicide,
3: Jenny,
2: okay? Oh well. Suicide. <laughs> I mean, suicide. That was I mean, that again, AJ being my favorite, uh Samoa Joe being the one that I just wish could have had more detail put to it.
1: That we had was your return to OVW. Roles are a little bit different. Time has passed a little bit. More seasoned. Um, how did you find the experience this time around? Well, it wasn't really a first day return to OVW.
3: It was more so a, um, um a thank you. Mm-hmm. So
2: Okay.
1: Amazing though Elijah, um, now fans will be aware that, like, upon your return to television, you're working alongside a WWE alumni in Josh Matthews. Um, describe, describe maybe some of the chemistry and how you guys have worked or developed that um, working relationship on commentary. Sir,
2: mean- I mean- IWC uh, that he quite deserves. Not that I, uh, not that he or I uh, go or look at our progress by what the IWC or, or anybody says, but when I speak of IWC, I just mean those comments that I see on Twitter because that's all I know of. But I don't think he gets the credit. You know, I see people, you know, make their comments about him on Twitter. Um, And and Josh does so much. And and honestly, uh, he is a great individual. We built great chemistry just because we 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 like each other, obviously. And and
1: and and he's the um, he's the um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's the ying to your yang.
2: And then, like, yeah, or vice versa, you know. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we just complement each other so well, you know. He's the he's the straight guy. He's the play-by-play guy.
1: Sorry. Oh.
2: Okay. Could, okay. Yeah. He he's the uh, he he's, he's the knowledgeable guy, the historian, and all that, and and all, all Pope has to do is. Let him steer the ship, and all Pope got to do is sit there and say, "Hey, uh, you know, be Pope. That's all I got to do is be Pope." And so it it, it just works well. You know, I don't step on, I don't step on his uh, foot uh, as far as what he does, and he don't, he don't step on mine. We we both.
1: to be I mean you've got the gift to gab no doubt about it but uh, what have you found to be the transition from being in the ring and having to sit back and probably just more or less add color but watching the wrestling so how have you found that transition from more in the ring to at the booth when you
2: say add color you trying to be
1: funny with both daddy not at all don't don't you crack with with me daddy (laughs) No. (laughs) I'd like to say you add flavor More so. (laughs) Well, no, Daddy. I mean, hell, hope add color literally and figuratively speaking. So, ah, I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) It just connected. I meant like color commentary, not. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Oh, Oh, man, you got me. You got me. uh,
2: know that you should still be in there, or you can still be in there, and um, you know you, you're ready to go at any second, uh, it's up the hardest part, hard but I, I, I believe in being a team player.
1: say that maybe some i'm not going to say which promotions but maybe other promotions commentary their hands are tied and they're scripted as far as what but do you have more allowances do you have more freedom to to open up and be expressive whereas others you don't think i mean josh is coming from a place where he's seen how commentary was and is and do you find you have more artistic freedom
2: Yeah, it's much like when, when Pope was given the mic. Uh, period. You know, I, I have to just say I, I'm so blessed, so fortunate that over over my you know 12 year uh, plus career, i I've, I've never really been restricted when it comes to uh, being on the mic. I've never been restricted. I mean, all the way back to this. I never had to stand out there and, and and go verbiage, you know, go over verbiage in front of dancing man, and he say, I just said like that.
3: Yeah.
2: It, my 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 bosses have always had confidence in what I would do and how I would deliver it, mm-hmm. and um, even to this day, um, there, there, it's freedom. I mean, I'm, I'm being poked If you can't tell that by watching Impact, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I. I'm being pope from start to finish, and I have liberty to um, uh, to do and say what needs to be said or how I see it. You know, it's all left up to my description. So I don't have anyone in my ear saying, say this, say that, say this. Uh, of course, there are times you're going to get the, uh, you may get a reminder, a buzz, or there may be something that you may have missed, or it may be something that they just want to, you're not aware of, right? It's right to get in, your hand and you'll get the buzz in the air, But that's that's business. But the liberty and the uh, artistic freedom, as you said, it's just it's, it's, it's great.
1: Okay, um, I have like three last questions for you, and then I'll let you go. Oh. I mean, because you...
2: we're dealing with that, yeah, we're dealing with that audience today, people who, who came in during the attitude error. So they don't, they don't know nothing about going so they don't know what he's contributed, and they don't, so therefore, they wouldn't understand the homage that uh, Pope pays every time he's on the microphone, uh, um, doing commentary, and, and, and Bobby Lashley is that standard vertical play. So that, that's why I do
1: that. I uh, remember Gordon sorely very well. Uh, I guess the the closest connection fans would have today would be Jim Ross, um, to that right. to that lineage. But uh, you know, very well missed, and sadly, a lot of fans won't yeah. ever experience that. Um, yeah. uh, last few questions. Maybe you can. Um, I, I read something somewhere, and maybe you can um, tell me whether I'm right or not. But it was reported that you uh, achieved your degree in criminal justice.
2: Yes, I did that during my last my, my previous stint with. Uh... TNA. Okay. Uh, and I, I started that on it while I was with WWE.
1: So the, part- uh, it
2: was one of the things where, um, I, I you know, I, I know I had a little sprain or something. Uh, I was on the sidelines with, uh, WWE and, um, it, I, I give credit. I don't, uh, not necessarily credit, but I definitely credit her and give her
3: prompts because she inspired me and made me look at myself
2: and go, well, what the heck am I doing? Here you have Nikki James sitting up in the stand, you know, uh, WWE Women's Champion, um, WWE Diva, up in the stand, doing doing work on a laptop. What you doing, girl? You know, <laughs> and uh, she, I'm, 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 you know, I'm in school trying to finish my degree, and you know, Mickey
1: You up for the future after wrestling? Well, that goes a number of ways. Uh, I don't,
3: I I don't look to be done with wrestling um, for at least another, you know, uh, eight, ten years.
1: Okay, so that's a long Uh, way.
2: Uh, probably on one want to hmm. You know, so, so I, and,
3: and I love doing independent shows. I love doing independent shows. Let me
2: reiterate that. I love them because they're so intimate. They're so fun. They're so up close. You know, uh, and, and personal. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if, if if those never happen or if I never get the opportunity to do that, I'm good. I'm good at that. It just was all, it's always been a hard uh, uh, doing those for, for me specifically speaking because I didn't start on the I started with WWE. I, did, I didn't do any the shots. I started with WWE. From OVW to WWE. So therefore when it comes to dealing with these shady promoters and, 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 and folks who, who, who want to pay you to come in and be the person to entertainment. And meet your families and ride you around, and I, I. It's just no, thank you. I'm good. You know, I'm a business guy. You want to do business? Hit me up. You know, hit me up. is at AOL.com. Hit up. But I'm, I'm not coming in to uh, uh, be, you know, to be someone's puppet. I will come in and do business uh, the right way. Have fun. I'll uh, make sure you, make sure the audiences are entertained. Make sure they get the best things for the dollar. And um, now Pope is out. I'll see you on the next
1: go-round. What does the balance of 2015 and beyond have in store for Elijah Burke?
2: 2015 and beyond, well, Daddy, first off, uh, Elijah Burke, we're going to talk about him later because it's all about Pope right now. <laughs> uh, but when it comes to Pope, <laughs> when it comes to Pope, man, we're, we're, we're still selling right now. Uh, We got some big things planned. Um, a charity, the Love of Life Charity, has, um, has been solidified uh, as the 501c3 organization in the state of Florida. Uh, my big event is coming up the first Saturday of the new year, 2016. I believe it's Saturday uh, the 3rd. I believe that's the date. I could be wrong. Um, and what we do with the Love of Life Charity is we come together. And we feed, we clothe, we give hygienic products uh, to the needy, to those who are homeless, to displaced families staying in shelter. And we feed them Burger King. We give, we feed them straight out of a Burger King restaurant. We give them, we feed them not out of a truck. We don't feed them cold sandwiches and cold salads, fried salads. Like you know, we feed these people actual Burger King. I'm talking about cheeseburgers, burgers, burgers uh, rib sandwiches, chicken sandwiches, you know, and, and we give them the birds. We just We just want to take our time to acknowledge the fact that we understand that uh, some folks uh, have it harder than others, uh, whether it's by their choice, by their own fault, rather, or not. Whether it's by their fault or not, we, uh, my, my, my charity, while um, it's well, still in its emphasis, we're looking, um, we're going, we seek all the time the help of the community, uh, the community being uh, social media. You know, anybody that wants to donate, you know, we have, uh, you know, I constantly uh, put out fillers about that. Uh, the, the, you know, just a
1: your your personal charity, which um, is incredible and we're going to be sharing more about that. Do you have anything else that you would like to share, encourage, promote, um, any way that fans can engage in conversation or chat with you? Uh, well, I, I don't know when you're going to post this, but again, um, I always try to do
2: things to be community driven. that to me first and I sent it to Elijah Bookings like you said.
0: listening to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast with Mark Madison. We'll be back very soon with another great interview. You can always check our website www.prowrestlingpost.com for more content. Thank you and see you next time.